0: WGC Productions presents Retribution, a miniseries. You are now listening to episode three. Content warnings and transcripts for this episode can be found at WGCProductions.com. Personally, I'm wondering what Taylor's going to do to get herself out this twisted web. Oh, well, guess we'll see.
1: It's burning. Sweltering.
2: God, God, this heat heat. must have gone from seventy to hundred twenty overnight. Too hot to breathe. Too hot to live.
1: Swear it's eating me up.
2: First the organs,
1: then the skin, then Then the
2: soul.
3: soul.
1: I'd like to keep the soul.
2: That witch. Don't she know people could die in this heat? When will her curse end?
1: Have any of y'all seen her? No. No? What good are you for? What good are you? I didn't start all this. I didn't watch a girl get... I can't even say it. You didn't stop it either. I didn't know. Is that better? It's not worse. Tara! Tara! Did you find her? No. Then why would you come over here screaming my name?
3: I love to scream. Not the time. Right. Sorry. I looked all over the place. Been looking for a week now. But I can't find her at all. Did you check her house? Course. She ain't there. Thank God. Maybe she'll come out when she wants
1: to. But I need her.
3: Listen, I know her a
1: little better than We you. can't all have carnal knowledge of our friends. That felt loaded. It was a tight aggressive. Quiet. Why do you even need to talk to me? It's her? important. But what is it? This farm business. The rain business. Oh, Tara.
3: I'm sorry I got you all hung up in this. I was wrong. I don't think so. I said it was because the father, didn't I? Well, Neil and me both laid claim to that kid, and it weren't us, so must have been wrong. No, neither of you were the father. Then who else would it be? I mean, there ain't many men like us wandering around. I know, Irving. Know what? What you knew. I know a lot of things.
1: Y'all need to go. Can't keep us out of our own business. Why bother keeping you out of something you ignore? Now, I said you need to go.
3: I swear to God, this girl... Us, please. Me to you. This is serious. I don't even care about it too much. Just won't be disrespected on my own land. <sighs> Tara, apologize. Sorry.
2: Good girl.
3: Sorry about him, but you know how cletus can be. Just hiding all that heart under his gristle. Do you make excuses like that for everybody? Tara Ann, we need to make it real clear about what I think you think I know. Because I won't be the one spilling secrets across this soil.
1: What I think you know. What you... She told me. Told you what? Told me... Jesus, I can't even say it.
3: Tara, please. You're a
1: disgrace, Irving. How could you let him do that? She told you about her father, and you did... Tell me you did something. Tell me my best friend ain't someone who would let something like that go by like daisies. Irving, just tell me you did something. I. Took her mind off it. So you had her, that's it? Don't make it sound so crass. Crass? Have I died and gone to heaven? Irving is talking to me about crass. Well, butter me up and call me a three-headed snake. Next I know the four horsemen will come pounding out in How the sky. you
3: just being dramatic.
1: Sleeping with her doesn't make you a hero. I never said that. Well, you just said to me, in a perfectly serious tone, that you sleeping with her was supposed to make up for the fact that you knew what was going on and you lived your life like nothing happened. I didn't just sleep with her. I made her laugh. Not something one would usually like to admit. Not daring.
3: After. We sat and we talked. I listened and we joked. I made her laugh. Took her mind off it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that laughter was all she could think about while her father was on top of her.
3: She doesn't want to talk to anyone, Tara. How do you know? She told me. I thought you said... I lied. I found her out where I found her, and she said she didn't want to be bothered by anyone, so... I lied. So she wouldn't be bothered. Irving, I need her. I was wrong about the water thing. The father... It won't save your farm. Not about that. Then what? I can't tell you. What does that mean? It means what it means. What it... I'd tell you everything. <laughs> Huh? Willow asked me not to tell about me and her. If she didn't, you'd have been the first person I told. Tara, I'm sorry I slept with her truly. Please forgive me.
1: I love you. Oh, stop it. I'm not upset over that. Then why? You let her go back. What else was I supposed to do? I don't know, but you don't let her go back. You don't let her go home when you know what happens there. You don't get to smile and feel good when someone else suffers because of you. Because of me. She needed a friend. Someone who could look out for her. Someone who wouldn't let her get hurt. Tara. Where is she? I can't tell you that. You have to. She asked me not to. Please. No. Irving, please. No.
3: But... She doesn't want to talk to you. What? She doesn't want to talk to you. That's why she's hiding. She's hiding from you.
1: Why would she... I thought... No, she... Are you lying to me again? What? Tara, no. She doesn't like you, you know.
3: What are you talking about?
1: So, keeping her hidden away like some kind of Rapunzel? It may be fun for you now, make you feel like a hero now. But no, she doesn't like you at all. What are you- She told me she doesn't like you. Never much cared for you, her words. Thinks you talk too much, thinks you're pushy.
3: That's not true.
1: Oh, did you love her too or something? Jesus Christ, am I crying?
2: There you are. Hi. I went to your farm in the early morning, but you conspicuously weren't there. Uh, what did you have to do with such an early... Hey, Hey, what's happening to you? What's wrong with your face? Could you please not be upset with me? What?
1: I think I need a friend right now. And I'd really like it if it could be you.
2: Uh, I suppose I can be mad at you later.
1: Sit with me. It's an awful nice day, isn't it?
2: (laughs) It's hotter than Boston in the middle of July.
1: Besides the heat. I mean, just... Look at that sky. So blue. Well,
2: it certainly isn't going to be gray. <laughs> it hasn't rained in months, even with all those rain clouds still swirling over your farm. Neil. Yes, I suppose it is rather nice. Cerulean, really English might call it. Yeah. Rather nice.
1: I think so, too. The sky is so blue. Bluer than water.
2: So why'd you leave so early? Let's
1: not talk about all that.
2: Then why were you crying? Let's not
1: talk about that either.
2: You hear about that horse? A man of war? People say he's the fastest thing on four legs. You still follow the horses? Eh, Occasionally. I I don't bet much on them anymore. Just just enough to remind me that I'm alive.
1: You're going to burn through your money.
2: I'd have to set a pretty big fire.
1: No one ever thinks they'll lose.
2: Oh, I don't lose often. See, I have a very functional mathematical system that accounts for the length of the horse's legs and their age. And when I do lose, it just goes to show the fun unpredictability of the game.
1: Cornelius, how much money have you lost? Uh... 120. 120 Uh, dollars? That could have bought you a home as big as anything! uh, Where'd you even get that kind of money? Father. Oh, of course. Father. Uh,
2: He thought I was going to use it to... uh, I don't know, start a family, or invest, or or something in that vein. You know, I'm sure if you wrote and asked-
1: I assure you, I won't.
2: You know, he loves you, Tara. I I know you might be a little embarrassed and think you can't go back, but he's
0: really loving
1: in love? Excuse me? Have you? Why? I've never asked.
2: Well, you have never asked me about my favorite fabric either.
1: Fabric, Cornelius?
2: It was an example. Extempore. I'm sorry my wit is beneath you.
1: I always was a smart one.
2: (laughs) Is that what you think? Then why was it that you were the one that managed to get caught throwing an illicit soiree in the pool house?
1: I am almost positive that Alicia Sloan is the one who told just because I wouldn't invite her. The
2: brat. And you were the one who soiled Mother's satin curtains when you tried to wear it as a dress to impress your bohemian friends.
1: I think I gave it a fun new pattern.
2: Uh, I ruined them.
1: But what a story we all got. (laughs)
2: Uh, Yes. Surely you're the smart one.
1: (laughs) I was smart because I always kept you around to fix it.
2: Oh, is that why you kept me around, so
1: to speak? You know I love you, Neil.
2: Well, I had my suspicions.
1: I wish you could fix this.
2: What the farm? I can't control the weather, Tara.
1: No, you can't.
2: Oh, you still think this is all wrapped up in Willow's condition?
1: I know it is. Maybe not because of the father. Hell, maybe exactly because of the father. What about Willow?
2: What about Willow?
1: Do you love her?
2: Eh, she's a sweet girl and a, a, a true delight to speak to, but- eh, That's a no. Well, it's not a no. You do love her? Eh, no. Well, well? it's not that I'm incapable or that she's unworthy. I mean, if things were right, I think we'd be just fine. But she is a little too free and a little too poor.
1: Who cares about that?
2: Well, I don't, I don't know why you're pretending like you don't know who our parents are. Mother
1: and father don't control you. What you want is what you want. Who cares about them?
2: Uh, I do. Why? Because I love them, of course.
1: But their love won't last forever. Might as well go out and find your own.
2: Well, why won't you tell me what happened between you all?
1: Because I don't want you to hate me, too.
2: Terror. No, no, I could never hate you. Uh, Ever. Promise? Of course.
1: Stop smiling like that. It's terrifying. And also, I mean, marrying a poor woman isn't nearly as bad as stealing $2,000 and fleeing cross-country. So you'll have to think of a better excuse than that.
2: Well, I'll try to draft a list tonight. (laughs) How about you? Have you been in love? No. Really? Well, I would think with your... My what? Well, temperament. Your volatile... Volatile? uh, Passionate. Thank you. Passionate temperament. You know, I'd have thought Cupid had swooped you up at least a dozen times over by now. (laughs) No. Well, what of all those boys that used to linger around the house? Surely they weren't all mothers doing...
1: No, some were fathers.
2: And not one caught your eye? No. Not not even that, that McKinley fellow with the red hair. Who? Ugh, oh, the slender man with the brown eyes, gelled hair that would always sing to you. Looked like a fox in human form. Ugh, oh, classically handsome, strong jaw Did you
1: fancy him Neil? Well
2: oh, I, I i I I I would never ever debase myself in such a, a, a vulgar fashion, I...
1: I know, I know. I'm just teasing, clearly.
2: Surely. It, you know, I think love might be good for you. It, it, it would balance you out.
1: I'm balanced.
2: Of course you are. Do you feel better? Good. I can only babble for so long. Now, why weren't you at home this morning?
1: I was looking for Willow. Now, why didn't you just say that?
2: There was no need to be cryptic. Now, I do believe the post has my latest edition- Wait,
1: can I ask you a question before you leave? Go ahead. If someone didn't want to speak to you, what would you do?
2: I wouldn't speak to them. Why waste both of our time?
1: But what if you want to speak to them, need to speak to them?
2: Well, they clearly neither need nor want to speak to you.
1: But what if-
2: Look, do you have an answer you'd like to hear? Is, is that what you're asking?
1: No, but if you do have another answer...
2: Look, do what you'd like. That's what you do best. It's what you've always done best.
1: Wait, Neil, I... I'm sorry about what I said last week. What I said about you going back to Boston. About you getting comfortable.
2: Yes, well, we all say terrible things sometimes, don't we? Neil. Look, I should go home. It's (laughs) it's too hot out here anyway.
1: Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. Who's there? Willow? Mikhail. Willow, it is you. Wait. Wait. No, I, do- I don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry, Willow. Leave. No. Please, no. just... Stop following me. Is it me? Willow, Is is it me? What do you mean? Willow, is it me? No. Stay away from me. No. No, no, stay away. Willow, please. Stay away. Please tell me. Willow. Willow. Still listens to us.
2: Not a wink for a week. Lying in bed.
1: Waiting for sleep. Only to hear the wind.
2: This devil's wind.
1: It's all I can hear. It sucks the soft right
2: out of the skin. Leaving marrow and shell and rot. The hard. The loss. The...
1: Hey, find your heads and keep them on. It's this
2: hate. This
1: wind.
2: I feel it whip up the worst feelings inside me. It
3: stirs my hate. I understand.
2: Me too.
3: I used to hate nothing. Now I look at the sky and I
2: feel rage.
3: Wrath becomes me.
2: This wind, this punishment, untampered.
1: God help what we might do. God help us all.
3: I can't take it. I'm trying to be good. I look in the mirror every day and say, Irving, 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 be good. Be good, Irving, be good. But when I haven't slept in a week, haven't slept, and now I feel like my skin is falling off and my body's rotten from the inside out. No water, no sleep. I feel curses dancing on my lips. Where is my peace? Who must I take it from? Shh. But,
1: why? What's wrong? Two things. One, if you keep shouting, you're going to make Neil come down, and I want to deal with him right now. And two, I'm trying very hard to concentrate so I can get calm.
3: How can you be calm? The wind is making us all crazy. Just yesterday, I saw Miss Donahue try to claw Miss Betty's eyes out because her mac and cheese was dry. No one has slept for days. Calm is a luxury, and poverty's our state.
1: I know, which is why I have to stay calm. If I don't stay calm, I might not be able to find her. Who? Willow. Who cares about her? Irving! I'm sorry. I... This wind started after I saw her last week. You found her? She found me. I was lying on the ground, and she found me, and I... She's in a bad state. You need to bring her to me.
3: She don't want to talk to you unless you forgot.
1: Ask her, Irving! Jesus! Sorry. Sorry. I... I didn't mean... I don't mean to shout. I just... I need to talk to her now. Not just for the rain, but to stop all this madness.
3: What if she don't want to talk to me either?
1: I'm sorry about that too. Are you? Or do you just need something from me? If it hurt your feelings, then of course I'm sorry. But you're so sensitive, I could have said anything and set you off. You think this is funny? I think you better take a step back. What? You scared? No. What your finger
3: in your gun like that, Forterra? Think you can shoot me? Step back, Irving. Fine. I don't know where she is. anyway. You lying now?
1: I'm not lying.
3: I guess you were just right. She don't want to talk to me.
1: Sorry. When did you see her? Last week. Or the wind. She was back in...
3: Hell, she ain't there no more. She was staying in our shed.
1: You made a pregnant woman sleep in a shed? Not made. Well, yes, made. But it was the only option. Pop
3: found her, then it'd be up to him where she goes, and you never really know with the old man. But she's gone now? Yep. Up and gone the night the wind started. Last thing she said to me was, See you tomorrow." What if you were right, Tara? About what? What if I could help stop it?
2: Tara and Mikael? What? Have you read this, Tara? Have you read this?
1: How could I have read it if it's in your possession, Neil?
2: <laughs> Why
0: is he always here?
1: Maybe I just like seeing your neurotic face, Cornelius. Perhaps,
2: flower boy, if you were not so concerned with my sister and Willow, you'd have a nice, well-furnished home of your own to lounge around in all day.
3: Well, maybe if you stopped wearing three-piece suits and three-figure heat, you'd finally find that good bit of common sense you're
1: lacking. Oh. Shut up! The letter, Neil.
3: What
2: letter?
1: The one in your hand!
2: Oh, yes.
1: Have you read it? Cornelius, Who is it from? It's
2: from the bank. Good news? They're taking away the farm. Oh, Tara, I'm so sorry.
1: No. No, they can't do that.
2: Uh, They can.
1: No, no, they... No, no, I... I just need some time, a little time, a little rain. I I still got clouds over the farm. I just need Willow, just need some time. I can still make payments. Tara. No, this is my gift, Neil. This is what I got left. This is it, this is it. They can't take this, they can't. Tara. No, no, everybody out, everybody get out. Tara. Get out, get out, get out.
0: Thank you for listening to the third episode of Retribution, a miniseries. Retribution was written and composed by Jade Madison Scott, edited and directed by Cole Burkhart. Terry McHale was played by Sophia Early. Willow Graves was played by Sage Fortune. Irving was played by Binar. Cornelius McHale was played by Elijah Yale. Miss Betty was played by Paige Elena. Cletus was played by Moses Princian. And the Busybodies were played by Tom Minear and Inez Jacobs Hinton. The Retribution logo was designed by Julia Patrick. If you wish to support the show and have access to behind-the-scenes exclusives, subscribe to the WGC Productions Patreon, which can be accessed through the website www.wgcproductions.com.